Well, hello, all you beautiful people. It's Kier here. I'm trying something a little bit different today. I am currently recording in an RV. Yes. Um, so we recently went RVing over the weekend. It was my first time, actually, believe it or not. Um, I'm from New York, so um, that's not something that we did very often as a kid. So I went RVing for the first time with my boyfriend and his family and it went really, really well. And as I was RVing or as we were camping, I was like, this is actually a really nice place for a podcast. Like it's pretty quiet. Um, the dog is not here to bark or lick my face or jingle her collar or anything like that. So it's like, hey, I'm going to try this and, and go in there and just like have it as my little private studio when it's not being used and, and do the thing. And so as I'm sitting here now and as I'm talking, I'm like, oh my God, you can hear all the birds. And when a car drives by, you can probably hear that as well because I'm actually parked out on the street right now. Um, and normally it's parked on the side of the house, but I'm sure you could still hear the cars go by regardless of where it's parked. But anyway, um, we're going to try this today. And if it's too annoying, please let me know, message me and say, Hey, the RV is probably not a good place to record. And I'd be completely fine with that. But just let me know how you feel because so anyway, I hope you guys are all staying safe and not going crazy. Um, I feel like I'm on the verge of going crazy, but I've been doing my best to get outside and move and be active and switch up my routine and not do the same thing every day because when I do the same thing every day, that's when I feel like, oh my God, when is this going to end? Um, so I try to keep it interesting, keep it different. I'm not the one listening to this. You are. <laughs> so your feedback is super, super helpful. And I know that this isolation can be really tough for a lot of people, especially if you consider yourself an extrovert. If you're an introvert, you might think, oh, well, this is great because it's an excuse to not see people. But truth is seeing people is just really healthy and yeah, so if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like isolated, if you feel like you're on house arrest, I know how that feels, um, just know that you're not alone, okay? So I know that I talk about my HA experience a lot, and I know that many of my listeners and followers won't ever go through the same experience, but there are a couple lessons and parallels that I want to share with you today, especially now with the quarantine circumstances that we're all going through. So if you are new to this podcast or haven't followed me on social media, you might want to listen to episode 13 where I talk about hypothalamic amenorrhea and how I recovered. And I just want to say that having amenorrhea was actually a blessing in disguise, honestly. It was a signal from my body telling me my hormones were not balanced, and some people are not nearly as lucky as I am to have such a clear sign. Some people don't have any signs or signals, so they don't even know something is wrong. And if I didn't lose my period, I'd have kept going on the same path that I was on, which probably would have resulted in things much, much worse. Start them again and get back into feeling good than it would have been to maintain them. So I went, air quotes, all in to fix it. And the approach of going all in means to stop intensive exercise, except for walking and optional light yoga, and to eat more. 
And so you guys, what I did was I took that to heart and I didn't take up that light yoga because it was optional. Why? Why didn't I take it up? I have no idea. I should have. I mean, if it was the only exercise that I could do, why did I not take advantage of it? If I was so addicted to exercise like I thought I was, why didn't I do that? And as I sit here now, when I look back at my recovery journey, I'm like, maybe it's because I felt like I didn't deserve to. Maybe because of everything that I was reading and everything that I was seeing, um, I felt like what I was going through meant that I shouldn't do it because I didn't deserve it. And maybe I was too busy crying and feeling sorry for myself that I didn't even dedicate any time to that. Honestly, I have no clue. I don't know. I don't think that that yoga mattered at the time. And now looking back, I don't regret it, but I wish I would have done it. And here's why. So I took a full three months off from all activity except for walking. And I took three full months off from eating healthy. And this caused my body to tighten up But I didn't even realize that I tightened up because I wasn't even moving enough to feel it. And so I certainly feel it now that I've returned to exercise. I'm not nearly as flexible as I was last year. I don't move as fluidly. I actually feel really fucking awkward and clumsy when I do certain movements. And I legit feel like an old stale rubber band you know like the ones that don't bend and move right like my body wants to stretch and bend and that's what it was made to do but it's tougher and it just it's just not the same and when I get out of bed I feel like I'm an old woman because my back and my feet are achy and it takes me a few minutes for me to warm them up and actually like not feel pain when I go hiking I barely trust my legs and my feet And the craziest part is that I even developed plantar fasciitis from not moving. Yeah, trip on that one. Runners typically get plantar fasciitis. I stopped running and I got plantar fasciitis, something I never saw coming. And sometimes it makes me feel like I'm living in someone else's body. Like I just woke up, everything just changed so suddenly. I woke up not me. All because I stopped moving for three months and gained weight. And even with three full months of returning to exercise again, I still feel very rigid and very tight. Now, I feel much better now than I did when I first started exercising again, don't get me wrong, but it's taking me a hell of a lot longer to bounce back than I ever thought it would. If there's one thing that I could go back and do differently during my three months of recovery, it's that I would have done low impact movement, not necessarily workouts, but extremely low intensity things like stretching, foam rolling, mobility movements, like dynamic stretching, and maybe I would even have done that yoga. These are all things that wouldn't have stressed my nervous system and kept me from getting my period, but they would have allowed me to move and keep my machine well-greased. And I've been doing all these things now, the mobility, the yoga, the stretching, 
the foam rolling, but it's so much harder to, like I said earlier, not everybody goes through HA recovery, but everybody is going through this quarantine. And the first thing most people do is they stop moving. When you're confined to your house and you can't really go places, like you can't go to the mall, um, you're not really going grocery shopping as often, you're not moving as much. And who knows how long this quarantine will last? It's been a month. Who knows if it will be two months or three months or more than that? Kind of scary when you think about it. But when I was in recovery, I pretty much felt like I was on house arrest. I couldn't go to the gym, and since I work from home, that was pretty much the only place I would go besides the grocery store. And because I couldn't go to the gym and see the people that I normally would see, it made me feel very, very isolated, which is probably what you all are feeling right now. So if you take anything away from this episode, it should be this. Don't land yourself in my shoes, okay? We don't know how long this is going to be. And that was the other thing. My HA recovery thing, like, I didn't know how long I wasn't going to be able to do these things. We don't know. So you have to make sure that you're moving, stretching, doing something daily, active daily. Don't just wait for the gym to reopen. Don't say, like, oh, I'm just going to take my time off now. You don't need more than two weeks off from any type of movement, I promise. You have full control of what you do right now. There are so many fitness professionals and mobility specialists giving away free workouts, and those are a great place to start. They're guided. Um, Go on YouTube, search guided yoga, guided mobility uh, session, something like that. And if you need help finding the help that you need or coming up with a routine, I'd be very, very happy to help. So just message me on Instagram at funsize.nutrition and... I'll be sure to answer. And on a side note, to anybody who is going through HA recovery right now, or even if you have something else going on and your doctor told you no exercise, I just want to say there are still movements that you can do to keep your machine well greased so that everything doesn't tighten up and lock up on you. And if you are going through HA or if you're hesitant about starting, I just have to say, you are so very lucky that it's not just you who can't go to the gym right now. It's everybody else, too. So I know that we're all social distancing and we're feeling isolated anyway, but because everybody else can't go to the gym, I hope that that makes you not feel so alone about what you're not getting to do. Because for me, when I was in AHA recovery... I was the only one who couldn't go to the gym and my friends would talk about going to the gym or they'd take pictures at the gym and post them and I would sit there and be like, well, I can't do that. And it was really, really disheartening. So, like I said, I think that you're very lucky that you're not going through this completely alone. And in a really weird way, I feel like my HA recovery journey has prepared me for this uncertain time that we're experiencing in quarantine right now. It helped me look at everything I thought I knew about fitness and nutrition in a completely new light. I relearned what self-care really means, which is deliberately showing love and respect 
to my body through plentiful food, restorative exercise, and a safe environment. And had I not gone through what i gone through, I probably wouldn't know how to handle this lockdown situation right now. I probably wouldn't have the mindset to handle being away from the gym. I probably wouldn't have the knowledge of the right kinds of exercises and movements to be doing at home. I honestly probably would have been doing tons of high-intensity exercises and stressing my system out even more. And I probably would have drastically cut my carbs thinking, oh my god, if I'm not lifting, then I don't need this fuel. And I probably would have given my clients the wrong advice too. So, not only would I have been hurting myself, but I would have been hurting them as well. And that makes all the difference to me. And now... Knowing what I know, I know differently. I know that I can absolutely survive this period without the gym, and I'm not stressing about it. I know that if I can go three months without any exercise at all, that I could easily go more than three months doing just home workouts without a gym. And I don't regret what I did and what I had to do to fix it. Like I said, there is that one thing that I wish I would have done differently, but again, I've learned so much. Unfortunately, I've had to learn the hard way, but I don't want anyone else to have to go through what I did and learn the hard way either. So that's why I share these stories and these feelings. And yes, I feel pain now, but again, if my body hadn't given me a signal of pain, I wouldn't have known what to do better. The body is so amazing. It's smarter than we are, and it knows what it needs, and we need to do our part of decoding the signals. I know I kind of just vented about the bad things, but I also want to counter that, and it's just a little practice I've been doing lately to stay positive. And so, like, every time I think of a negative, I just try to follow it up with a positive. And so, here we go. My body is so resilient. It does so much for me. My feet, although they're achy, they've walked me to some of my favorite places. And my belly, although it's a little bit bigger now, has been full with my favorite foods. And my legs, although they're thick, they've held me up when my mind didn't feel strong enough to stand. And my body has been there for me since day one. It loves me, and I love it too. And I hope that you can find the beauty within your body too, because we all deserve to move and be happy. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And as always, feel free to message me at any time. And that's all, you guys. I'll talk to you soon.